This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. Hello, my fine fellow feathered friends. How did the weekend fare for you? We are in the last week of September here in the home of Dear Hallmark. And I can't believe it's the last week of September. This is bananas and pajamas. Um, I want to come on the onset and say there won't be a podcast episode next week as next Monday is my birthday. Um, so there won't be a podcast episode. They, there will be a YouTube video um, because I can just make it and throw it up there because I don't edit my YouTube videos. So for girlfriendship. I'm going to be putting up a YouTube video for that and um, I won't get to Chesapeake Shores until episode nine, actually until the finale. (gasps) Say what? No, until episode nine when I do eight and nine together. There we go. So I had to to backtrack. Um, You guys, first of all, how are you? How are you doing? I hope you're having a great week. I hope your week is off to a great start. Um, what the heck happened last week? Uh, What? Huh? Can somebody explain to me? I think every rocket ship in the made-for-TV romance movie Land said 3-2-1 blast off and... We got rocket ships and satellites and other planets we didn't know existed orbiting in the universe. And it's crazy. So we have a thick bit of news to go through. First, I'm just going to go in order of what I have here in my notes. I'm not even going to try to make it make sense because it's a lot. It is a lot. Danica McKellar released the name of her Christmas movie for Great American Family. It's going to be called Christmas at the Drive-In. And her co-star is none other than the fabulous, the talented, our next-door neighbor, Mr. Neil Bledsoe. This will be their third movie together, their second on Great American Family together. And it's going to be premiering Thanksgiving weekend. Also, Up TV released their entire Christmas schedule. They are going to have a reality series. I think it's like a light competition. Basically what Taylor Cole's movie was, but in real life, (laughs) that's what it's going to be. There's also going to be a, this country music star, I forget his name, John something or Josh something. He's going to have a music special, a Christmas music special. And then they're going to be showing about 16 or 17 movies. And they are going to be starting November 4th for Christmas, which feels right to me in my little snow globe of a soul. Variety had quite a bit to say last week about Miss Candace Cameron Bure. We got two articles centered around her. One, which was a flat out interview where you saw the bolded questions and then her answers. And then the other was a very broad look into the holiday aspect of the made for TV romance space, specifically with Hallmark and Great American Family. 
and up tv and they also shed a light on christmas con and uh rama drama they were mentioned the article was incredibly interesting though because it made candace almost like a gateway into talking about the bigger picture of this whole la la land that we're living in with with hallmark and up tv and great american family and just a talk of diversity you know what else the the article mentioned oddly i was not expecting this it took the deepest of dives and i don't know if my scuba gear was all the way on it went as so far as to say approximately how much actor gets paid per movie so it mentions that the leading lady can make up to three hundred thousand dollars a movie whereas the leading man can make up to $200,000 per movie. And it talked about Christmas Con saying that Christmas Con pays a flat rate for the celebrity to appear at for the weekend. Um, it's a rate between ten dollars and $75,000, depending on the celebrity. And they also get a percentage of their selfie and autograph sales. So like you standing in line paying cash to get their picture or their autograph, they get a percentage of that as well. And I just thought that that was incredibly interesting. Even the talks of diversity, it I I went this last last week's news was an emotional roller coaster that I was not prepared for. I didn't buy a ticket. There was no confirmation email in my inbox about a ticket being bought for last week's shenanigans. Okay. Because I was so excited with all of the movies that Great American Family were putting forth. And with all of the ex uh, excitement around the casting and the behind-the-scenes personnel and the the everything about their Christmas, the app, like I was just really excited. And then this article dropped, and I read both. I read Candace Cameron Bure's interview, as well as the kind of broader macro-level look into this specific genre of film. And it, it, it left a bitter aftertaste in my mouth, if I, if I be honest here. Because when, and I'm actually look for the article so I can read it to you. I don't want to misquote anything. Uh, so it's, pardon me if you hear me typing. I know I should have had this up ahead of time. But this is, we at home, we chilling, we're talking right now, you feel me? So, um, but I apologize if this isn't professional um yes here we go i think it's called candace cameron beret why candace beret left hallmark for great american family i think that's it is this the new empire is this the yes this is it okay so they start getting into, firstly, with the great American family, um, they asked, how did those conversations began? She, she said, the truth is, I've been under Hall I've been under contract with Hallmark for a very, very long time. 
and these and those have been very one those have been absolutely wonderful it just so happened that my contract was expiring when great american family started up so we did not have so we did not start having those discussions until we were well into negotiations with hallmark channel for renewing and as every business person knows you got to you got to do what's right for contracts it didn't work out with hallmark and so we started talking to bill and, you know, Bill was the one who put her on originally with Hallmark in 2008. So there's loyalty there. But I found it interesting that she was trying to renew her contract with Hallmark, but they just didn't come to an agreement. Um, here we go. In the past few years, Hallmark has really put an emphasis on more inclusive programming. They focused on same-sex couples and interracial couples. In this role, at meaning because they previously talked about her being an executive at Great American Family. Uh, in this role, are you in these discussions about how you will work on representing diverse content at Great American Family? Here's what she had to say. Well, we haven't specifically had those discussions. That isn't completely up to me because there is a board that are behind all of those decisions. But of course, it will be talked about. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. What? <laughs> what? Are they saying it's a brand thing? If they want to actually have people of other ethnicities in their movies will it affect their brand because that's what it sounds like it sounds like a brand strategy like you're using diversity as a brand strategy and not as just a basic thing like i that really took me for a loop um and that's one of her shortest answers within the interview about also she mentions aurora tea garden the aurora tea garden was her shortest one um the interviewer asked, how about your Aurora Tea Garden movies? Is there a chance you could revisit that franchise, maybe at Great American Family? And Candace responds, it's open. It's definitely something we would like to revisit for Great American Family. It's about putting puzzle pieces together, but it's very possible. So that that's something, you know, those of you who are fans of Aurora Tea Garden, there is a chance that that could move to great american family i don't know if i told you guys this but up tv is moving into the mystery space and i think i don't know if they're doing this just for halloween or if this is indicative about of what the of what up 2023 is going to look like but they are premiering their first mystery on up tv towards the end of um october and i, I i'm like okay we're, we're we're getting into the mystery game here up TV again. I don't know if that's for Halloween, and so they're, they're that's their nod to Halloween is by showing a miss a murder mystery. Um, but I, I found that quite interesting. I digress. Uh, this article just I got whiplash. I got emotional whiplash, and I just wasn't prepared. And on top of that, so mind you, we've had Up TV release their schedule, right? We had this Variety article uh, come out detailing the behind the scenes a little bit of 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 our of our world the world that we live in in Hallmark of TV Great American Family then reading that Candace Cameron Bure article and then getting the news 
that Lori Laughlin is going to be starring in the winter movie for Great American Family in 2023. And Bill is calling her America's sweetheart. I miss that memo. And this is no shade. I just... I thought it was Taylor Swift. I was confused. I thought Taylor Swift was branded as America's sweetheart. Um, I never knew Lori Laughlin to be branded as, as such. And while I did grow up watching Full House, I wasn't attached to it. Probably as much as your family matters or your fresh prince or your sister sister. Um, but it does have a place in my childhood. I will say that. But that just threw me for a loop. And even how Bill Abbott phrased it, he said, you know, she's still America's sweetheart no matter what happened. Just kind of brushing it off like it's dead hair on your shoulder. I just, again, I just felt in a, a, a bitter aftertaste. Like, I... I went from being so excited with all of the Great American Family announcements and everything that was going on and then seeing this, I don't, I'm just so confused. I'm just so incredibly confused. And if that's not enough to bake my lasagna, we had Mothership herself, shout out Marcus Rosner, Mothership herself, Hallmark dropped its full Christmas lineup. I don't even got to say anything. On top of that, they are, I don't know if you guys know, but if you had the Hallmark Movie Checklist app, they already started putting posters up. So you can get an idea of what all is going on and what the vibe is like for the movie. And get this, they put Andrew's Maple Valley Christmas movie under Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Say what? Now, this app has been known, and I think it's the end. I'm going to blame it on the interns. They've miscategorized a lot of movies within this app. There is a lot of summer movies in the Fall Into Love collection that they need to move. There's a lot of regular Hallmark movies that are in bonus. I mean, that are in um, Hallmark movies and mysteries to begin with, which were not on Hallmark movies and mysteries. They just have some recategorization, some refiling. Somebody in the file room, the digital file room, need to just take a day and reorganize it. So I don't know if this is a misfiling or if it's, if it's true that both cousins, Ty and Andrew, are going to have their movies on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries, which is hilarious to me. Um... I didn't expect the news segment to take that long, but that's kind of where my heart belongs because last week was a lot. Like, it, I needed a day. Do you guys understand? It was so much. It was so much. <sighs> With that being said, I'm going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to get into last week's Hallmark Channel movie, which was Fly Away With Me, starring Peter Mooney and Natalie Hall. So stay tuned. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
Welcome back, you guys. So let's talk about Fly Away With Me, starring Natalie Hall and Peter Mooney. These two guys are in this movie, and she works at it. I forget. I can't with the names. I don't remember. Wait, let me see. There is a Emma and a... No, I'm not even going to try. So Natalie Hall's character works at an ad agency. She's wanting to get her own place ends up winning a rental lottery in this beautiful building but it has a no pet policy so she's like fine I don't have a pet like we good so she moves herself in very quickly on my tide and while she's celebrating and you know getting a lay of the land she goes out onto her corner balcony you heard me correctly corner balcony and she lives in the city I don't think we know exactly what city it is are we supposed to assume it's New York and I'm like you're working in advertising with it looks like a boutique ad agency at that and you living in this fly apartment with a corner balcony that almost wraps around your unit can I borrow $20 that's all I'm asking uh so she's out in her balcony and a parrot whizzes by her like really fast And what happens is the parrot actually ends up breaking its wing. The parrot is gorgeous. Can I just say that out front? That parrot is just vibrantly gorgeous. Um, And so the parrot's not leaving. And she's like, oh my gosh. All right, what am I going to do about this parrot? I need to find the owner. So literally throughout the course of the movie is her trying to find this owner. And as she's trying to find the owner of the bird... She makes friends with her neighbor across the hall from her, enter Peter Mooney, and at first they're keeping it from each other that they have an animal in said apartment. He's watching his sister's dog while she's in the Netherlands, and you know, Natalie has this parrot. He's an air traffic controller, and so as they're trying to sneak around with their animals and do what they got to do for the sake of their animals, they're also getting to know one another as well. And so she's she actually wants to write scripts. She doesn't want to do advertising. She's just doing it for the bang of the buck. And her ex, Bo, is there. His name isn't Bo, but he is a certified bum, let me tell you. He is, like... He just gives me nothing. He gives me flat tire. He's just like, why are you here? Not everything is about you, boo-boo. Please go sit down and eat dinner somewhere, but just don't eat dinner here with me. But the thing is, the homegirl just kept accepting dinner invitations from him. Maybe there was a deep-seated soul tie that wasn't completely broken in her. You know what I mean? That was like there was still some affection or attraction there that she couldn't completely cut off. And so it was hard for her to turn down invitations from him to do stuff. Um, meanwhile, she's building this affection and attraction for... Peter Mooney's character, who's just adorable, and they end up talking about adventure, and he wants to buy a plane, and so flying, and she finds the owner, and flying, and they go together. Um, so the premise of the, like, you know, the, the five-minute conflict towards the end, stupid, I'm not even going to go into it. Honestly, this movie is like a basic 2.753 crowns. It's middle of the road. It's cute. It's lighthearted. It's what we want from our Hallmark movies. It feels, though, young 
contemporary and fresh, can we talk about the sis's outfits? I need to start making a list of movies from this year with banging outfits because by far and large, I've never seen so many outfits, so many movies with banging outfits as I've had this year. This year by far is the year of the, of the wardrobe. It's year of wardrobe. Wedding Veil, Love in the Limelight, this movie, just one, like, the fact that I can go off of one hand, like, and go on to the other is crazy to me. I'm so happy for Wardrobe. Wardrobe is killing it. Sis was moving in with, like, six-inch pumps. I'm like, okay, sis, do what you gotta do. Uh, She stayed with a high heel, except for maybe two scenes. And she stayed with a with a, a form form fitting uh, pencil skirt dress short set. I can't wear them shorts. They 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 wouldn't. Um, nah, I couldn't wear the shorts. <laughs> like physically, I couldn't wear the shorts. <laughs> they would be way too short for your girl. But her skirts, her pencil skirts, and her dresses. Honestly, I couldn't wear those either. They would be they would be too tight on me. I would have to there would have to be some give somewhere. But her outfits were incredibly nice. And the color palette was more uh, like a subdued spring. This had no fall feels. You guys, okay. Do I want to come on every week and talk about how much we don't have autumn feels? No. But is this what is provoked in me because each week we don't get fall feels yes so here is what it is next movie with tamara girlfriendship which we're going to talk about in our weekend watching guide that was a summer movie that they pushed to the fall which is why they changed the name to girlfriendship because it was originally a girlfriend summer getaway hear this the movie was originally called a girlfriend's summer getaway so you already know ain't no fall to be had None. The only glimpses of fall was wedding of a lifetime, and we're we you know we're, we're getting it strong with pumpkin. I'm pumpkin everything, and autumn in the city is where I live. Taylor Cole, Corey Sevier, Amy T. Garden, and her leading man. I'm coming for you. I'm here for you. I'm front row at the 50 yard line for you. I'm backstage with you. I'm here for you. Call me, beat me, if you want to reach me, if you want to page me, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, Pumpkin Everything and Autumn in the City is it. Honestly, there may be biased crowns just for the simple fact that we're getting an autumn movie in autumn. That's exactly why I had the perfect pairing so high. It was a biased review because we act, that was our winter movie in winter. If there is a seasonal movie to be had where we haven't been having seasons, they're going to get but they're going to get seasonal bias points. That's what we'll call them, SBPs, seasonal bias points that will contribute to the crown rating. Look at us getting all official. Okay, look at us putting a suit on. But anyway, um, yeah, this movie's mad basic. 
I mean, if you're in it for a, a little, if you want a little cutesy, little lighthearted something or other, that will just kind of take the edge off. You don't have to think. You don't have to employ your faculties or your emotions. Like, it won't wrench your emotions. It won't cause you to get caught up. It'll just make you happy and, and fluffy on the inside. You know what I'm saying? You'll be a little fluffer nutter. You know what I mean? A little marshmallow, if you will, on top of a yam casserole. You know what I mean? So this is the movie for you it can it can come off a little slow it can come off like oh let me just be on my phone have it playing in the background because that's exactly what was happening with me i found myself on my phone a lot which i know that means i'm not into the movie even though i still enjoyed it because i enjoyed her outfits and i enjoyed um them together natalie you know natalie is no, she's not new to this at all we saw her in road trip romance earlier this year but we're not going to talk about that she was in you're baking me crazy um and some others that i don't remember because i probably didn't like oh winter princess with mcfly um but we also seen her in a couple of up tv as well which is really cool and it's funny because Corey sevier who's going to be in um autumn everything no pumpkin everything uh he's also an up tv man who's on hallmark as well but get this, y'all. Natalie and Corey are coming together again to open up Countdown to Christmas for us. They are going to be the first movie that premieres on Friday, October 21st to open up Countdown to Christmas. Which I, I'm like, all right, because y'all bombed it for Road Trip Romance. So this is y'all's redemption. It's called Noel Next Door. So we'll see what happens. But sorry, my headphones are coming off. My fro is froing and it's throwing my headphones back. But I'm back. Um, I really enjoyed this for what it was. You know what I mean? So with that being said, we're going to take a micro break. And then I'm going to give you your weekend watching guide for this weekend. Stay tuned. told you it was a micro break <laughs> you guys thank you so much for listening to dear hallmark let's get into this weekend watching guide so saturday simultaneously at 8 p.m eastern standard time on great american family we have home for harvest you can actually watch it now on amazon if you want uh, i knew i recognized it from somewhere or you can wait for the great american family premiere if you want to uh, Hallmark Channel is premiering Girl Friendship, starring Tamara Mori Housley and some other beautiful brown women, and Brad James, who is married to Keisha Knight Pulliam, who is known as Rudy from The Cosby Show, who actually directed this movie. Should I say that again? Brad James is in this movie. He's married to Keisha Knight Pulliam, who we know as Rudy from The Cosby Show, who directed this movie. That's awesome. Now, I will say, given the previews, I'm not into the Ancestor Universe juju. I'm a little bit nervous about that. I'm being transparent. So that may be a major turnoff for me with the movie. But I'm I'm still going in ten toes deep, full fro. Yeah, I'm I'm going in because it looks like we have good fashion. I remember watching Tamara's stories as she was filming this. She would film I mean um, post pictures of her different outfits 
before she would go on set as she was in her trailer and they were gorgeous so I know I'm going to like her outfits from this movie uh, next on Sunday 7 p.m. on up TV they're in their what is it fall in love I think it's called a country romance it's about a young woman who goes back to her hometown to help her family with the farm and by farm she means vineyard I'm like is a vineyard a farm or are they because she calls it a farm but it's actually a vineyard and it's funny because in the preview her boss says are you she he's, he's <clears throat> excuse me he says something to the effect um you're not gonna go home and fall in love with some hometown boy and then marry him and then leave us are you and I'm like I see that was a wink there that was a wink there and I enjoyed that so that's Sunday at 7 p.m. Then at 8 p.m. we have episode 8 of season, I mean, of season 6 of Chesapeake Shores. Where has the time gone? The season is almost over. This is our last summer with our O'Briens, y'all. What is going on? And then we have another mystery. Starring Rhiannon Fish and Hunter King, we have Nikki and Nora, Sister Sleuths, 9 p.m. I'm hyped for this one. I'm hyped for this one. At the recording of this podcast, I have not yet watched Francesca Quinn P.I., so I don't have any thoughts about that yet. Um, But I'll mention it if it tickles me in a way. I'll definitely let you guys know. But that is your weekend watching guide for this week. Guys, if you want to know more about Dear Hallmark in terms of who I am as a person, social media, YouTube, all of those links are in the show notes. You can find Dear Hallmark on Instagram and Facebook. We have a book club that's meeting in a few weeks. On October 20th, we are going to be talking about Autumn in the Vineyard. So you want to be sure to get your book. And you can also watch the movie on Hallmark Movies Now because we're going to do a book-to-movie comparison in the book club. And the book club is only on the Facebook group. I'll be going live in the Facebook group. So you want to make sure you join the group on the Facebook page. Also, while you're there, follow the Facebook page. And be sure to follow Dear Homework on Instagram. There's a website you can check out. There's also a way for you to help me out with the podcast. And that is by rating and reviewing. You can leave a nice little note about what you think about the podcast. And doing that bumps up the podcast and the algorithm to let other people know that there's other Hallmark content out there for them to consume. And also, I just want to give a personal thank you to everyone who has been engaging Dear Hallmark on Instagram and on YouTube in the comments. I want to get back to reading those responses. Um, So we will do that with with the next episode, the next movie that we review. I just wanted to give a, a just a heartfelt thank you to you guys. I do appreciate your engagement and also those of you who engage via DM. I appreciate that as well. So, you guys, be sure to, those of you who leave voice messages, I want to say thank you. And if you want to know how you can leave a voice message, there is a link in the show notes that will take you to a page where you're able to leave 60 seconds worth of your, of your thoughts. And then I can play it here on the podcast, like you heard with uh, Vicky and uh, with Emma. So, be sure to check that out. And with that being said, guys, I will talk to you in the next episode. Ciao, my friends.